0: You're listening to Joy Coaching America with the Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant, spreading upbeat, uplifting, informative messages of hope and happiness from sea to shining sea from our home in the beautiful Rocky Mountains.
1: Good afternoon. This is Karen Lynn Grant with Joy Coaching America. We are back with our favored guest, Todd Smith. This is part two, and we will be discussing more about Bula Vida, you might not have heard that word before, and you would love listening to part one, where we discussed the muscadine grape. We discussed ginger and turmeric. We discussed what what propelled Todd to go into the health and wellness industry and to create now a company that he owns and is the CEO of called Bula Vida. Todd, as we go back into part two now, I just want to welcome you back and thank you so much for being here with me. I just have so much respect and love and I just love your energy. And I I think that one of the reasons that this was important for me to want to interview and to invite Todd is because I love the culture of his company. I love that he is full of love and that love attracts loving people. And so we did talk about that kind of a culture last week. Today we're going to talk about something else that's really exciting about Bulavita. You know, I get on Facebook and I I follow some of these people in your company and I, I teach essential oils. So I'm teaching essential oils to Bulavita on Wednesdays. So I've gotten to know a few of the people, and then I see these great before and after pictures, and I'm like, post more. I love before and after pictures. Well, there's a lot of weight loss going on. People are dropping pounds. They're shedding baggage. They're doing some great things over at Bula Vida, And I would love for you to share. What is that? What are they doing? What are they pursuing in order to become financially free, health and wellness savvy and Beautiful versions of themselves. So can you share what are these people doing to be gorgeous?
2: <laughs> oh, thank you, Karen. It's great to be with you again. And I very much appreciate your invitation to be on your program. Um, I know that people have told you this and, and, and maybe you've, you've heard it so much that uh, you don't want to hear it again. But I want to tell you that you have a gift and your gift is being able to um, see only the good in people that you have the gift of being able to recognize uh, the positive qualities in people. And you also have an ability to kind of see and, and, and understand that there's something going on and what might be going on in their lives. You might not see it perfectly, but you can know if there's something going on. And I have been um, a recipient and, and been blessed by the fact that you have that gift. And I, I just encourage you to continue to use it and to share it.
1: Thank you, Ty. Continue
2: to bless people. Um, I'm grateful to be here and in answer to your question, yes, um, there are amazing things happening uh, with regards to um, weight loss, fat loss at Bula Vida, but that is not our overall goal. In fact, I have to tell you, Karen, we may be, I don't, I don't want to call it deception, but we may be tricking people a little bit because people come because they see those before and after pictures and they say, I want that to happen for me. But the way that we help people um, shed the unwanted pounds or the way we help people get rid of the fat is by helping them get healthy. So it's this is not a- Changing the
1: lifestyle.
2: It is. It's not a flash in the pan type of a program. This is not something that you come in, you lose weight, and as soon as you stop the program, you put it back on. What we are doing is we are teaching people how to make better choices. We're teaching people that you don't need to starve yourself you don't need to go on a watermelon diet you don't need to do, but but we teach people how to live a healthy life so the program is more than a product it's more than even a diet okay it's it's a lifestyle as you mentioned and and the neat thing about it is that you don't have to deprive yourself you don't have to feel the what you oftentimes do with a diet where you feel deprived where you can't wait till it's over right but instead we empower people to, to understand better how to eat, how to sleep, how to move and get exercise without going to the gym and having to kill yourself, right? Mm-hmm. For a period of time. Everything we do is based upon, can you implement this in your life? And do you feel good enough? And does it work well enough that you'll want to maintain it, that this is something you can do for a lifetime? And what I love about it is when we were first starting this program, I was one of the guinea pigs. Okay. So, so what, four years ago, I was one of the first guinea pigs to start with this program um, as we were creating it. And the amazing thing is, is through the program, I started it just before Thanksgiving did it all through November, December, and January. And when we launched it at the end of January, I had lost 36 pounds. Now, wow. these these were 36 pounds that I'd been carrying around for many, many years. And I had tried the the diet, right? Every year, every New Year's, right? And sometimes every Monday, I would say, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start a diet, I gotta do this. And I would lose 5, 10, maybe even 15 pounds, but I was miserable.
0: Mm. and
2: And so as soon as I gave up, I would go back to my old ways and I'd put them right back on. Well, I'm very proud to say, you know what? I haven't put any of those pounds back on since I lost those 36. And I have never had to start a new diet. I've never been on a diet since I started this program because it it educated me and taught me how to live a healthy life. Um, and I thought I was healthy already, right? I've been in health and nutrition for over 20 years prior to this. But when I learned some of these tricks and I was given some of these tools, it it changed my life to where I just don't put on weight now. And, uh, and I feel fantastic.
1: You know, I love that. And I see the joy. I see the joy when people make changes. I see the joy in you. I see the joy in Gigi. I see the joy in Aaron and in Scott and in those people that I have just grown to have a sweet affiliation with. Um, and their excitement, Yvette, who point, posted on Facebook, I've kept this off for years now, and that is exciting when you make a lifestyle change. When you actually don't have to fight cravings every single day, but you're giving your body nutrition, so it quits the craving, and now you're just feeding yourself. You're doing the self-nurturing, and I love that it's a it's a whole body, whole mind, whole spirit approach because now they're approaching healing their financial lives, healing the physical body, healing mentally, because when you have good nutrition, you just have more joy. And so I, I love that. I love that it's not, hey, come and join our company and we'll give you a crash diet that you can go on. And sorry, you might gain it back in, in a week after. But I love that. I love that this is such a lifestyle situation for the people at Bula Vida and that they can attract people that want to be motivated, to change their lives in a fourfold Well, fashion. crash
2: diets really aren't healthy.
1: Absolutely <laughs> Anything
2: not. that's extreme that tips you one way and is not sustainable is not a healthy strategy. And right? it is a
1: diet and it's not a lifestyle. And it's so fun to make changes and feel like I'm changing. I'm not craving those things I used to crave. And I want the right things. I want the things that make me feel emotionally, mentally well.
2: And for the most part, it's, it's information, it's education. We've been given false information, right? We've been taught that, uh, that we need to uh, have a certain percentage of carbohydrates in our diet. And that's just not true. You know, that was based on bad science. And all of the recent research completely debunks that, but it hasn't made it to the public yet, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we're helping get some of that newer research, which shows that the, the food pyramid really needs to be turned upside down. Mm -hmm. Um, that, that we should have a higher percentage of our calories come from fat and a smaller percentage from carbohydrates and that we should have moderate protein and, and that, you know, we can make better choices in our food and avoid the processed foods, avoid the sugars, right. And, 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 limit our intake of sugar, but there's so many wonderful foods out there that we can consume. And there's really no limit to what we consume of those, um, because they're they're already they're already perfect and and we can we can feel better we can look better uh we can help other people more effectively um when we are getting enough sleep and when we're healthy we sleep better right um we consume enough water we hydrate ourselves properly we get off some of the uh liquids that we've been feeding our bodies with right and get on healthy ones and what 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 I love about it is that we take baby steps right every 90 days or so we start a new challenge. And that challenge allows us to put ourselves in groups with coaches who are just like you and me. They're, they're nobody special other than they have a desire to, to help keep a group together mm-hmm. and coach. And, and we form new coaches and new groups with every one of these challenges. And my mother is even benefited from these challenges. So awesome. I'd love to tell that story. Uh, uh, I we
1: we no, will when we come back. So we'll hold on to Becky. Yes. We'll hold on to Becky and <laughs> we'll talk about Becky in just a few minutes. I want to say that when I was sitting at a table with Dell at this Bula Vida convention, that all of a sudden, the women at the table and the table next to me started, they saw somebody sharing their before and after picture. And I was just gleeful because I love it. I rejoice when people have success. Pretty soon, all these women and men were showing me their pictures. And, and I thought, you know, it's so much funner with a group. It's so much funner when you have a team a family that has cohesive goals and kindred goals in common to work on these things and not feel like you're just out there on your own, trying to change your whole lifestyle by yourself. And I think that that's really an important thing to note with Bula Vida. Will you share your website with us so that if anybody wants to listen to part one, learn about the ginger and the turmeric, what makes that so special from the Fiji islands, Organic without pesticides and the muscadine grape. No pesticides there either. Just a giant grape with two extra chromosomes that has freckles. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And I wondered, what are those freckles on that grape? But we're going to be right back after Todd shares this website.
2: Uh, The website is bulavita.com, B U L A V I T A.com.
1: Thank you, Todd. Thank you for coming and inspiring our listening audience. We all could use some good news right about now. Thank you. This is Karen Lynn Grant with Joy Coaching America, interviewing Todd Smith.
0: From sea to shining sea and beyond, you're listening to Joy Coaching America Worldwide with show host and joy coach, Karen Lynn Grant.
1: Welcome back to Joy Coaching America with Karen Lynn Grant interviewing Todd Smith, owner and CEO of Lula Vida. This is part two of our special program with Todd. We had so much, a wealth of information from Todd our cup overfloweth. And we had to do part two too, because I did not want to leave anything out. And right now, Todd, I want to turn the time over to you to share an amazing story about your mother, Becky, who I've had the privilege of talking on the phone with. So please do share with us.
2: Well, thank you, Karen. It's just a really fun story because it it illustrates exactly um, what we're doing at Bula Vida and and the BulaFit Fit Challenge um, and and it's just a wonderful story. It was very, very heartwarming to me. Um, but I have a, a dear friend up in Boise, uh, Aaron Taylor, who I met through Bula Vida. And, uh, and I just met her because she was, she joined with a friend of a, you know, a challenge and, and I'd gotten to know her through various communications and she had had great results with the products and with the program and lost a lot of weight and was getting healthy and all those things. And, uh, she Ran into a lady at a soccer game. So her, I believe, it was her grandson, and um, my nephew, right, were on the same soccer team, and mm. uh, and so they it, it could be nieces. I'm not quite sure, but anyway, Aaron and my mother found themselves on the same sideline at these soccer games because they were watching their grandchildren play soccer. And um, Aaron didn't know it was my mother. My mother didn't know it was Aaron, or that Aaron knew me. And they would be there uh weekly watching these soccer games, and they would talk and share stories and became very, very good friends. And at one point, um, and I you know, I, I don't know the exact story, but at one point, um, my mom had noticed that Erin was losing weight. She noticed that she was looking younger and uh and looking healthier and more vibrant. And my mom said, my goodness, Aaron! Whatever you're doing, you know what what's what's <laughs> going on with you, and uh, and Aaron said, "Well, you know, I'm just part of this company, and they do these challenges, and and they've got a program that's in some products that have really helped me lose weight, and I, I've got more energy, and so now I'm able to even exercise, which I couldn't do before because you know joints or whatever you know were hurting, and but now I'm able to." To actually get more exercise in, and I'm sleeping better, and you know, on and on and on. And my mom was just really impressed with the results that Aaron was having, and she complimented her and said, "Well, you're looking fantastic, Aaron. You ought to keep it up, whatever you're doing." And and uh, she says, "Oh, thank you, thank you." And they continued on watching the soccer games, cheering on their <laughs> grandkids, right? And and they would see each other, and 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 of course, uh carry on conversations about all sorts of things. And then uh, one day, my mom brought up the topic again. Of my goodness, Aaron, you just seem to be getting younger and younger, right? You still, you know, what are you, what, what are you doing? And she says, "Well, you know, we're, I'm still following that same program, and it's just really working well for me. I love it. And in fact, and this was, you know, Aaron," she says, "In fact, we're starting another challenge. Um, I would love to to invite you to join the challenge." And my mom said, would you really, would you, you know, she said, yeah, I'm coaching a team. I'd love to have you on the team. Oh. And my mom said, well, please sign me up. I'd love to do it. You know, I'd love to, to get the same results that you're getting. And, uh, and so Aaron sent her in the information and my mom went and enrolled. And then she saw the name of the company and she said, wait a second. <laughs> and she called Aaron and she said, Aaron I think that's the company my son owns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that. Is great. And,
2: and Aaron said your son is your son Todd, you know, and then so then they connected the dots. And and uh my mom actually messaged me and she said I'm signing up for a BulaFit challenge with Aaron Taylor. Is that okay even though I'm your mom, you know? And I said, "Well, absolutely, go for it." And on one hand, I was a little bit uh, taken aback because here my mother wanted advice. She wanted help. She wanted the things that Bula Vida offered. And, and I hadn't taken the initiative to share them with her. She had many of the products on her shelf, but she didn't know what to do. She hadn't been introduced to the challenge and the full program. And, uh, and it took someone outside of my family, right? It took Aaron to, to open up and reach out and lift and invite. And, but as a result, it, it made me very, very grateful to Aaron and it also made me very very grateful to the whole program right the system to where individuals who who want to feel better they want to be healthy they want to look better they you know they want this we have a solution and it doesn't have to be me as an individual because everybody can plug in there's no limit to the number of people that we can, we can bless there. There's no limit to it. And my mother has done multiple challenges now with Aaron and, uh, and absolutely loves it. And I'm so proud of her. She's had great results and she's looking younger and younger. And, and and there's nothing that brings joy to a son's heart more than seeing his mother, you know, feeling healthier, feeling stronger, um, and, uh, and doing well. And, and again, it wasn't because of me. Um, it was because of, of what everybody has put together and the program and the system and because it works and, and it's so doable for everyone and because of Erin, right? She was that connector who who opened up her heart and and was, was willing to extend herself and invite my mom in. And what a blessing, right?
1: And that takes me back to part one, where your father came to you and said, Todd, I think you'd be excellent at networking because you have such a great ability to share and because you love people. And I think that that is what's so sweet about this kind of work. There's a lot of people that have, uh, you know, they they don't want to be involved with a network marketing company. And sometimes it gets a bad rap. But if you think of it in the terms of who can I share with, who can God put me in their path. I had a friend who he was doing so well in a program. And I said, how are you doing this, Spencer? How are you? You're just doing so well. And he said, every day I roll out of bed and I get on my knees and I ask God, who needs my story? Who needs my area of expertise? Who needs what I have to offer? And he said, you know what? It's interesting because God will put people in our path. And I love that Erin was the messenger for your mom. And sometimes we need to hear it from somebody that's not in our very own family. Sometimes it needs to be a different messenger. And the joy is, is that you have your mom longer and she's gonna be beautiful and younger and happier and just so full of life and vitality. I think that the whole Bula Vita program is fascinating. And can you just tell us, like there are different specific little parts of this program. Can you just kind of define for us what is the program?
2: So the the BulaFit program is we're going to make sure your body is getting the fuel that it needs. Okay. And fuel includes food. It includes nutrition. It includes digestive support. It includes reduction of inflammation, immune support. All of those things are the, the fuel that the body has to have in order to do all the things our bodies are, are expected to do and created to do. And so we have products, we have programs and education to tell you food choices, right? And, and uh, hydration choices. Mm-hmm. And all of those are there to help fuel the body. Then another aspect is rest. We, our bodies require rest. A lot of the processes for healing and for health occur when the body is at rest. We have those that occur when we're awake, but we also have those that only occur when we are at rest. And if we are not resting, they don't happen. And so um, that's another part of the program. Uh, hydration, a high percentage, I can't remember the number of our body, is water right? And pure, clean water, unadulterated water, and hydrating properly in a way that, that rejuvenates the cells. And there's certain nutrients that help convey hydration into the cells. So it doesn't just enter our mouths and then leave the body, right? We need it to get into the cells. And so there's, there's science behind that, and there's nutrients that help that happen. Another is the um, movement, okay? Our bodies are designed to move. We're not designed to be sedentary. And certain processes of our bodies work better when we are moving more. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not telling people that everybody has to be bodybuilders. That's not what we're after. Um, There are programs out there that will help you sculpt your body. That's not what we're doing, right? We have fitness coaches. We, um, they have workouts that range everything from beginner to expert. If you do want to sculpt your body, there's a program for it. But for most of us, it's just increasing movement in a way that doesn't damage our body. So I don't care what your fitness level is. I don't care if if you are obese and have very much difficult. Your joints are beat up, and you don't have the ability to run. Right? We've got a program for you. Um, we've got a. It's it's varied. But it's all based on natural movements that, that don't injure the body. And they're simple. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need any special wow. equipment.
1: I'm <laughs> loving this. You're talking me right into this program. I want to ask you, so how do you do this education? I mean, everybody doesn't live in Blooms and Groves, and now some of it's back in Kansas City. So if a person was interested in coming and being a Bula Vidaite, what would they do? How would they take a class? How would they get those those Exercises
2: that they could do in their own living room. Welcome to the Loving Liberty Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace. One happy listener at a time.
1: Welcome back to Joy Coaching America with Karen Lynn Grant and Todd Smith, CEO and owner of Bula Vida. Yes, this is a networking network marketing company, Todd. And for those people out there that have had sad experiences or don't understand what is so wonderful about belonging to a network marketing company, I would love for you to share the positivity, the passion that you have for this line of business and the way that it rolls.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate that because I think there are a lot of uh, Misconceptions, perhaps um, misunderstandings about the industry of network marketing. Like I had mentioned in our in our first segment, um, I joined the industry knowing nothing about it. I was referred by my father, who had told me he thought I'd be good at it, um, and his reasoning for it was just that I am good at at helping people, and 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 I could you know work with people, and he thought that I'd be able to be you know good in the industry so i didn't have any of the preconceptions or 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 hard feelings mm-hmm. or bad experiences to go on when i joined i joined just completely green and uh and my only experience was that first experience now over time i heard horror stories from people um but i also heard amazing good stories from people and my experience is that um network marketing is like everything else out there there's good and there's bad And most of the time, it's not a result of the fact that it's network marketing. It's just a result of there are good and there are bad people, right? There are people who do good things and there are sometimes people that do bad things. And that's a a fact of life. And. It's not something you can blame on a particular organization. You can't blame it on a particular company. Um, you can't blame it on an industry. You can't blame it on a nation. You can't blame it on a race, yeah, you, mm-hmm. yeah, a gender. It is not any of those, right? right? It's just a fact that sometimes we make good choices and sometimes we make bad choices and sometimes our bad choices hurt other people. Mm-hmm. So if that's the premise and that's the foundation, then what is network marketing and, and how can it be good? And I know for me, it's been fantastic, okay? Mm-hmm. I love the industry. And and I can, I can share with you some reasons why I love the industry. I love the fact that anybody can do it. That it's not based upon what's your education or your race or your upbringing or where you live and your demographic or your income level or any... It's not based on any of that. It's based on your desire to, one, produce... Right, to to work, to put in effort, but secondly, your desire to help people. And the most successful people in this industry are the people who are really good at helping people, really good at informing, educating, and nurturing people. And they're the they're the best in this industry. I, I train people all the time, Karen. I say, you know what, if you're if you're walking down the hall at church and people are turning to the picture. And talking to the picture on the wall rather than talking to you as you walk down the hall, you're probably doing something wrong. Whether it's in network marketing or in your social life or whatever it is, you're doing something wrong because people are avoiding you, right? They're they're not wanting to talk to you. They'd rather talk to a picture on the oh, wall than to do. you. That should be a clue that you're doing something wrong. And especially if you, if you are in network marketing and that's happening, you need to reevaluate. Okay, wait a second. Why is that happening? This is an industry where you should be gaining new friends every day. Your circle of influence and friends, people that love you, that you can count on and will count on you, that should be growing, right? Mm-hmm. It should be it should be a ne- an ever growing circle of influence of of people that that you have concern for and they have concern for you. And and that is the that is how to do this, you know, network marketing correctly because that's all it is is people helping people, helping people, people sharing with people, sharing with people.
1: And I have to agree with you 100%. I think we've all experienced being with someone who we could just see the dollar signs in their eyes. And we felt like, wow, do they only want to sign me up in this because of what they're going to make or the residual income? And I think people are smart and they can sense pure intention. And when they can feel the integrity of your heart, that you're really choosing to do this as a business, as a career, as a path, because you have a passion for people, even pr- prior to your passion for product. And when people can feel that you have a passion for them, for their well-being, for what is the right amount of something, not overloading them on the front end, but just taking care of taking all things into consideration, their financial ability to put out for that first order, and what they need, and maybe the priority that they need it, and really feeling heard and listened to. And I love that about you. I love that you can feel that love and that sincerity. I think sincerity is such a beautiful thing. And as I've met Scott, and I've met Gigi, and I've met Aaron, and I've met these People, Linda Koblay, I've met these people in your company, and I could work with any one of them because I feel a trust right off the bat that this person is going to do what is best for me in my best interest. And I feel completely comfortable bringing my concerns about my well being to them and knowing that they're going to work with me in that way. And I think that when people feel that, they will want it'll be outrageously contagious. It'll be irresistible. They're going to want to be with you. They're going to want to work with you. They're going to want to change with you, change their lifestyle patterns and habits to be more like yours. And and I think that that's a wonderful thing. So yes, I love that you have a completely different uh, persona when it comes to MLM and network marketing. You radiate integrity. And my husband said it too. The first time he met you, he said, I love him. He is an integral, sincere man. And I think that's what we're all looking for is to develop and cultivate relationships with people that have integrity and sincerity. And then we want to do business with them. We, we want to be in that family. We
2: want to be real. We want people to be real with us. Sometimes real hurts, right? It's not, yes. all, it's not all roses. Um, but I'd rather people be real with me and allow me to be real with them. Than than putting on facades and hats and changing you know the, our personas. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make in network marketing is they join a company, they love the product, um, and they and they want to go share it. And because maybe they're not an expert in the product that they're representing, maybe they're not a health expert or they don't mm-hmm. have experience with oils or whatever it is they're they're marketing. They they tend to try to be someone they're not. Right. They put on a false hat, if Mm. you will. They become a salesperson or they become they try to act like they're an expert in something that they're not. And and then they go talk to people they care about. Right. People they love. And they're not being real. They're not being themselves. And like you said, people are smart. People sense that. And mm-hmm. this is somebody that maybe it was a, a sibling, right? And all of a sudden they're a health expert. Well, you don't know them <laughs> as a health expert. You knew them as the as the one that you had to keep, you know, arguing over who gets the last bite of the bread or whatever right. it was growing up. And 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 all of a sudden they're they're trying to be your health expert. Don't be someone you're not. Maintain the relationship first. Right, The the person you're introducing, your product, your service, whatever it is to, and I don't care if it's network marketing or anything, be who you are. They love you and have that relationship with you because of who you are and who you were before you joined a company or, or mm-hmm. represented a product. That comes first. And then out of that love and out of that relationship, you can say, and I found something that I really love and I'd love to share it with you. And that will never offend anyone.
1: I love that. I love the thought of be the billboard, don't talk the talk until you are showing evidence that it's working for you. I, sometimes I feel like if I can show that what I'm doing is working for me, that's gonna go miles, miles more when people see that. It's like, what hope have you? What is your hope? You know, when people say, why are you happy? What is, why are you, how are you losing weight? Just like Becky with Aaron. What is making the difference for you? And Erin didn't tell her right off the bat. Hey, it's this company that I'm in. Here's the name of it. She educated Becky, your mom, and Becky got to feel trust and confidence in what Erin was doing. She saw the the changes in Erin's lifestyle and that she was making. And I think as we be the billboard for what we want to share, people are going to see that. They're going to say, wow you're you're looking happier, healthier, more vitality in your eyes, and you're looking thinner or more toned, and I like everything I'm seeing in you. Could you tell me what you're doing? And also, I love that you have education in your program, and that we don't have to necessarily be the expert, we can come to a class and learn from the experts. So I love this interview, Todd. I love what you're sharing here today. I love that you are my expert and we'll be right back after this little break. Thank you. This is Joy Coaching America with Lynn Grant interviewing Todd Smith.
0: Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace, one happy listener at a time.
1: This is Carolyn Grant in our final segment with Todd Smith in part two of the joy of health and just taking good care of yourself and finding joy in that. I love this. And I think that that is such a great message for Joy Coaching America and Todd, you know what? Just knowing you, I would never guess that you might ever have had a struggle with not feeling successful or not feeling positive or being able to just share excitedly about the things that you love. And so, you know, a lot of people out there might have be shy or they might feel like, oh, that's him. He's so good at talking and he can do this. But what about uh, an experience that you might have had? in your growing up years where maybe you didn't feel as as confident? And how did you get through that? And who was your mentor and how did that mentor help you?
2: Well, thank you, Karen. Um, yeah. You know, I'll I'll try and keep this brief because I don't want to take up all the time. But um, we, we've all had uh, dark times in our lives. We've all faced challenges. We've all uh, had to overcome things. And and I faced one in particular uh, when I was a junior high student. I remember um, trying to uh, be accepted, trying to make friends, trying to um, be included, right, with the social circles at school. And um, I was struggling with that. I didn't fit in. I didn't, I didn't feel that I fit in. And I actually got to a pretty dark place where um, I was isolating myself. I was not including. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't participate. Um, and in fact, the, the sport of choice back then in junior high, I was playing tennis. And I was trying to get on the tennis team and there was one uh, other boy on the team. His name was Chad Olson and he had beat me in basketball. He had beat me in wrestling and now he was number one and I was number two in tennis. Right. And I couldn't beat him. And, uh, and I, I was, I, I, gotten to a place where he was kind of my nemesis, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I can
2: say that now, because I've run into him multiple times as adults, and we're friends now. And, and, uh, and we, uh, you know, we, we share these stories. But in, as a junior high student, I uh, I had in my mind that I could never be good enough. And I could never, I could never beat Chad, right. And um, it really bothered me. And it had started to affect me in many aspects of my life. And my father noticed it. I'm sure my mother did as well. Um, and, and my dad, um came to me about it but he didn't come to me and say hey buck up boy you know what are we going to do about this instead he said hey what's really important to you right now and i said i got to get better at tennis and he said well what if we were to join a tennis club and i knew it was expensive to join the tennis club chad was a member of the tennis club i wasn't <laughs> right and uh and i knew that that would be a big sacrifice on my dad's part um and i said well that would be great and he said how about we don't just do that. But every morning before I go to my practice, you and I will go and play tennis together. We'll go play every morning. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, let's go. We'll go play tennis every morning and then I'll drop you off at school and then I'll go to work. And I said, well, that would be great, dad. And of course I'm thinking also I get to be a member of this tennis club. I'll get to do some other activities and play and get some lessons and things. So that's what he did. He'd wake me up in the morning and we'd jump in the car and it was early, but we'd head over to the tennis club to play tennis. And this was the days before I'd ever beaten my dad in tennis. And so it was good training for me, right? I always had that goal to beat my dad. And uh, one of the things my dad did on the way there and on the way back is he'd put in cassette tapes. And I didn't know anything about these cassette tapes, but they were an audio uh, recording of a gentleman named Zig Ziglar. And uh, the series that my dad really loved was called Seeing You at the Top. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would play these. And of course, it was early, I'd act like I was asleep. But even while I was acting like I was asleep, these audio messages were just going through my head, things like, you can change who you are, you can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. Um, he, he, These types of things, you know, garbage in garbage out, uh, different phrases that he would say and stories that would illustrate it would stick with me. And, uh, and slowly, slowly, I started to feel better about myself. I started to think that I wasn't a loser, but I actually had potential mm-hmm. and uh and and you know, Zig talks about how we are all created um you know with these infinite abilities and and that we we need to recognize that we are a great creation and that uh we have value and and that we're actually we're actually giving you know we're throwing the gift back in the giver's face if we don't try to strive to do better and and these things these things help me. And also playing tennis helped me and I got better and, and got to a place where I beat my dad in tennis <laughs> and, and it was eventually able to, uh, to a few times beat Chad, right. And, and be the number one. And, and, but it, those were the small things in the end. What happened is I ended up doing better in school. I ended up making more friends. I ended up, um, joining a debate team and, and, being more outspoken about things, and I learned a lot of skills and abilities and confidence in myself. And my dad took it one step further. He said, "Hey, what do you think of those tapes? You know, the Zig Ziglar tapes. Oh, they're okay, you know, kind of a thing as a teenage boy." And he said, "Well, he says I got a lot of people that need to hear these tapes." He said, "You know, in your free time, he said, would you be interested in making recordings of these for me, recording them, and and then I can give them away." To to people, this was before I understood about trademark laws and things like <laughs> copyright laws. Um, but he he got me a dubbing machine. But the this machine, you had to listen to it while you were while it was dubbing. Oh, wow. So I would I would I'll make sure I could hear it. So that when it got to the end, I could quickly flip the tapes over to do the other side, and I wasn't wasting time. And he paid me per cassette tape. That I recorded. Yeah. So, so I was, you know, I was recording these while I was playing soccer or basketball or doing homework or whatever. I had this stuff playing all day, right? Even at night, you know, I'd hear it, I'd hear the tape and I'd pop up and change the tapes because I was making money, right? And I would scribble, you know, the, the, you know, the titles of the cassettes and side A on there. If you remember the cassette tape days, right? With the little sticky labels. And so I made hundreds of these copies of the See You at the Top series. And I would give them to my dad and he'd pay me for for the work. Well, I thought thought this is a great way for me to make money. I was making money while I was studying. I was making money while I was doing other things. And it wasn't until years later when my parents moved out of that house that uh, we were cleaning out his study. And in the back corner of that closet were boxes. And I opened up those boxes. And there were all those tapes.
1: That you had made?
2: He didn't give them away. He was doing that so that I would listen to them over and over
1: oh, again. Oh my gosh.
2: And it, it changed me. It changed my life. And, uh, and if I can end with one thing that I learned from Zig, there were many things, but the one thing was, and it ties into why my dad told me to get into the industry of health and wellness and network marketing, is Zig said, you can get anything you want out of life if you help enough other people get what they want. And what I love most about this industry is that we focus on the needs of others. And when we know what they need or they want, then and we help them get it, then we're taken care of. We don't have to worry about what's coming our way. It's focusing on the other person. What do they truly need and want? And help them get it. And then everything else just works out.
1: Oh my gosh. That story is incredible. I love that story. I think that that is such a powerful story. Have you ever shared that with your with your company,
2: when when we launched the company, I shared that on stage. My dad was in the audience. I had oh. never shared it with him before. He didn't know that I
1: that you found the box <laughs> of treasures. I just think that this is so important, and we do have a few extra minutes, and I do want to make the point that we're going into a new year, and and we get these self conceived impressions of ourselves. We see that somebody else, like the Chad he can play the tennis game better and sometimes we identify with our our weakness we've programmed ourselves we've done our own negative self talk we've talked ourselves out of out of really stepping out of our comfort zones and you talked about teenagers and hesitating to get out and all of that and now we're in a, a world where teenagers are being more confined, and it's the norm it's the norm to keep your teenager at home more than to encourage them to get out and I think that this is a beautiful message in and of itself Todd. I loved it i I felt like I could just cry because this message is so important for every single one of us. What is holding us back? What don't we see ourselves doing? What could we see ourselves doing if we would Feed our mind the kind of nutritionals, the powerful Zig Ziglar nutritionals, Todd Smith nutritionals, the mental nutritionals that will help us to see ourselves in a whole new light and change 2021 into, I can be abundant. I can be abundant socially. I can be abundant emotionally. I can be abundant mentally. I can be abundant financially, temporally in every way that I want to be. All I have to do is stop programming myself with that negative self-talk and put in new input that says, I can do it. I loved what you just shared. And I think it is so important for everybody to hear this as the final wrap up to our part two series with Todd Smith, that all of us can take note from what Todd has just shared with us. We didn't all have a dad like that. Some of us had a dad that was telling us we couldn't do it. Some of us were programmed with the exact opposite. And I just think that this is beautiful. I have talked to your father on the phone, along with your mother, Becky. I have felt his positivity, his desire to help other people in the things that he's helping my husband with right now. And I just think, what a great mentor, what a great man, and what a great dad, and what an amazing father you are of eight beautiful daughters that are so lucky to have you, the loving Todd Smith as their dad. Todd, we have a minute. I would love for you just to pretend that you're marching up on stage in front of your team, your group, your Bula Vida family, and give us a message as 2020 closes and we embark on a brand new year. Some of us with fears in our hearts, some of us excited to start a new year. What would you say? to all of us who are listening to you right now?
2: Well, the the one thing I would say is that we are all very quick to forgive others and to let them go forward without the burden, but we're we're not quick to forgive ourselves. Forgiveness happens in an instant. In fact, it's already done. We've already been forgiven. That's the amazing thing is the forgiveness has already happened. We just have to actuate it. And when it comes to others, we tend to be more lenient and allowing them to be forgiven, but we don't forgive ourselves. And what I would say is, forgive yourself. Let it go. I love
1: it. Thank you, Todd. This was a great part two to a perfect part one. This is Carolyn Grant with Joy Go To America with the honor of interviewing Todd Smith.